Hello, everybody, and welcome to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. And this week, it's all about the boys and the girls. As this week, the episode that I will be reviewing momentarily is Margarine. And, you know, in a way, the these episodes, the boys-girls episodes... In the past, they've been, you know, they've been pretty good for the most part. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how this episode's going to hold up uh, while talking to you guys. I'm not really sure. I mean, I did watch the episode before getting this started, but it'll be interesting to see where this will end up ranking-wise. Um, there's really not much to talk about, so... Let's dive into this week's episode. It is Margarine. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on October 26th, 2005. Even though technically this is not a Halloween episode, there are some parts of it that are Halloween-ish. But this is not a Halloween episode. So we begin the episode at Cartman's basement where all the boys got a message telling them to meet Cartman immediately. So Cartman comes and tells them that he has discovered that the girls have a device. They have a device that would be able to tell the future. And at first, the guy, you know, like Kyle's like, no, that's not real. That's not true. And then I liked how Clyde reacted. He's like, why don't you listen to him for once? Why don't you just listen to him, damn it? It, it was really, it was really funny. I did like that part. Um, then, uh, Cartman says that he took video of this. So I'm thinking to myself, oh no, how is this going to be? And... We see that all it is is a um, it, it's this little you know this little paper. It's a fortune paper that kids make, and it tells your future. You know you have your numbers and your colors. So we get to see about a minute or so of you know what the girls are doing, and this is typical kids stuff. I you know I saw this when I was a kid. I didn't make one. I couldn't really make stuff for my life um and Cartman has this plan that they have got to get somehow some way this future telling device to see what the future could tell for the boys so they set up in the back of Cartman's house a mini lab they got little cloth walls they've got all the science stuff ready and then they have to figure out well how are we going to do this and the only way that they can figure or the only way that they can do this is by having one of the boys dress up as a girl 
go to the slumber party that is being hosted on Thursday, get the device, and get out of there. To which one of the kids said, like, Juana Man? And Carmen's like, no, this is much better than Juana Man. How I remember that movie being put out in theaters. I did not go see this movie. Um, So why don't I just bring it up real quick because I'm not going to remember it now. Or I'm not going to remember it later if I do this. Uh, Juana Man basically is a story of a professional basketball player who gets kicked out of the... Well, they call it the UBA. So we'll just go with it. And the only way that he can have a successful career um, is to join the WUBA, the, the Women's Basketball League. Um, so he dresses up like a girl, blah, 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 blah. The movie starred Miguel A. Nunez Jr., uh, okay, I don't really remember him. Uh, also stars Vivica A. Fox, Kevin Pollock, Tommy Davidson, Kim Wayans, Genuine, and Lil' Kim. This movie was released on June 21st, 2002. It was a budget of $15 million. Brought in $13.8 million. So it was just barely a failure at the box office not by much not by much was it a failure uh the reception was not received well by critics it has earned a 10 percent rotten rating on rotten tomatoes the site's consensus is that with its tired premise juana man's jokes fall flat yeah uh, basketball players that appeared in this movie include Rashad, Rashad Wallace, Vladi Divac, Dikembe Matumbo, no, 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 Muggsy Bogues, Cynthia Cooper, Teresa Weatherspoon, Katie Stedding, Gene Zalasco, Chris, well, those are the basketball players, plus Chris Myers, Roy Firestone, Kevin Frazier, Kenny Albert, and Jay Leno. You know, what a, what a pants, what a pants. Okay, so anyway... Now I gotta figure out who's going to do this. Who is going to dress up as the girl and invade the house? So we actually get a good setup to this. There's a knock at the door. It's Butters' house. Poor Butters. The police tell the parents that Butters is standing on top of a building and he's threatening to jump. So, you know, they got a lot of people there and the parents get there. And I love the dad's line. He's like, Butters, we love you. Get down and you won't be grounded as bad as you would. So while this is going on, some of the boys dress a pig up as Butters, which is really weird. How do they even get the pig? So, Butters steps down, and they think, oh, okay, Butters is going to come down. Well, all of a sudden, here comes what they think is Butters, but we know it's a pig. And he just goes all the way down, flap, and there's blood all over people. And then this doctor goes over to the to the body, and he's like, 
Uh, yeah, he's dead. He didn't survive. No shit, Sherlock. <laughs> so, then we have the, the funeral, and they've buried Butters, or what they believe to be as Butters. So, the next day at school, Mrs. Garrison says that we have a new kid in our class. So, please welcome Marjorie. Okay, that's actually a good idea. Why not? So, Marjorie tells them that, well, I'm from Dallas. I like reading and other stuff, and I also like to get my hooch kicked in on Friday night. So, the girls, they're a little upset, probably because of, well, because this is a new girl, and they think that she's dressing weird and all that. So, now we get to an interesting point, and I really didn't realize this until I started watching this episode, because we get Heidi Turner. Now, Heidi Turner, in maybe about 10 years from now, is going to play a significant role in seasons 19 and 20, and I think 21 as well of South Park. And this is sort of like her breakout episode even though we probably are not going to get her that much until she has that long story arc with Cartman many years later so Heidi's mom tells Heidi that there's one more guest coming and it's Marjorie and the way the mom says it was really good she's like well I talked to her mom personally and she says that Marjorie feels really bad while, you know, she's, she doesn't feel comfortable moved over here. And that she works, talk, referring to the mom, she works as a state representative and that she should respect, or that I should respect her authority. Hmm, I wonder who it really was. Wink, wink. So now we see uh, the Statches, they're crying because they have not gotten over Butter's death. And Stephen goes downstairs, and the doorbell rings. And it's this farmer. And this farmer's like, I know what you're thinking, Stotch. Whatever you do, you shouldn't go unbury your son and bring him back and put him in an Indian burial ground. Say, we did that in 1985, and it didn't turn out very good. So basically, the farmer is telling Stephen, don't dig your son out and put him in an Indian burial ground. <laughs> you know, just like, you know, another horror movie cliche. So, the boys are with Butters, slash Margarine, as he's about ready to go in for the slumber party. And they're giving him, you know, they're reminding him one more time, this is what you gotta do. Go in there, you, you act like a girl, you get the fortune teller, and then you get out of there as soon as you can. And then one of them is like, now, if they act a little lizzy, just go along with it. It'll be okay. So Marjorie goes in to the slumber party. So then uh, Heidi's dad gives this intro of like, look, hope you have a good time. But I don't want you to do any drinking, no drugs. And no boys in the party. So, so now we know what we got here. So, 
they try to do like they're trying to figure out what they want to do and margarine is right away like why don't we see what our future is going to be and they decide to do this game where they you know light candles and one of the people lays down still and you know sort of like levitates or attempt to levitate and margarine gets scared to death and this is where oh my god i just dislike heidi so much heidi becomes a bitch baby is a bitch they're all terrible to margarine i mean my god it, it's oh i felt bad so while that's going on steven is at the graveyard where they have buried butters so he digs the casket out opens the casket gets butters out and he's like huh it smells like bacon so then he takes them and he goes to the indian burial ground meanwhile the girls are at the bathroom and they're having second thoughts about what they said to Marjorie, and Marjorie is crying in the bathroom. And it's like, no, you all think I'm ugly. No one ever loves me. You know, and it just tugs at your heart a little bit. So they apologize, and they decide to give Marjorie a makeover. And the boys are like, he's been in there too long. We need to see what's going on. So... Stan, Kyle, Cart, McKinney, they all go to see what is going on with Butters. And we see, oh, Marjorie is dancing. She's happy now. She's dancing to Justin Timberlake, Rock Your Body, which was a big hit at the time. Um, and the boy, like the guys are like, he's having fun. He's not supposed to be having fun. So Cartman calls the Turner house acting, you know, well, I guess he's supposed to be acting as the mom, but not really. And Butters has this talk. It's a good back and forth talk. Listen to me, you black asshole. <laughs> it's just crazy. So eventually they do get to the the part where they're going to tell the fortune. And Marjorie's like, can I hold it? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. You can hold it. So Marjorie grabs it. And then, ha-ha! Ha-ha! I've got it now. And the girls are just very confused about what's going on. And Butters runs out of there. And all the boys leave. It's as if they have accomplished, you know, rescuing 20 people in the middle of a big war somewhere. It's like, they got it. And Butters at this point is like, look, I've had enough. I can just, I'm just going to go, I'm going to tell my parents I'm not dead, and I'm okay. So, as the girls are seeing the boys leave, Heidi's like, anybody got a piece of paper and a pencil? We can make another one. Which I thought was good. So, the boys get back to the lab, they have this thing, and they put it in a case. And Clyde washes himself because he has touched it, which I thought was a good part. I thought that was a funny part there. Now, we get to the ending. And with the exception of one moment, this is where I think it loses me in this episode. So, we go to the Stotch house, and the parents are having a conversation. They're like, why did you go and dig up our son and bury him in an Indian burial ground? So, they're having this back and forth, and then 
the door, you know, there's a knock at the door. And it, 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 it is Butters. But the parents think it's Butters as, like, a demon child. And they won't open the front door. And Butters just goes in through the side. Which is, which is alright. So then... Then we get back to the lab. And they... Carmen has his hands in the gloves, and he's about ready to tell, you know, read the future, or to see what the future's going to be. So, the question that he asks is, will Kyle die before he turns 20? And Kyle's like, I don't want to know that! And then other kids are coming up with ideas like, are the Broncos going to win Sunday? Why would we do that? It'll ruin watching the game! And they have this argument back and forth, back and forth, and then Stan comes up with a really good idea. He talks about how Butter said... What this device did, the paper fortune teller, what this device did, it really turned him into a completely different person and it really messed him up. And the only thing that we should do is destroy it. Because what if the CIA gets it? What if terrorists get it? Which I highly doubt. What if the Russians get it? You know, we can't have this. This is making all of us bad. So they all agree to get rid of it. And they do it the only way the boys know how to do it. Kenny has the fortune, the paper fortune teller put on a tree stump. Kenny pours a bunch of gasoline on it. And he steps away from the tree stump. And he's got this set up. So he's going to click on this button, which is going to detonate it. So he clicks on it, and then... Boom! Kills a few thousand trees in the process. And you even see in outer space that very little blip from, you know, from the Earth in Colorado of this tiny piece of paper being blown up. And Carmen is like, damn, Ken. So, now we go back to Butters and his parents believe that Butters has become this demonic child and the only thing that they can do to make sure that he doesn't go after them is to chain him up like an animal he's got like four he's wearing like a, a, a chain neck or a chain you know like a big neck chain around him and he's chained up like one on each arm. It's being he's being held back, and he's like, "Well, I am hungry," and the parents get really scared. So they have someone who looks at you know wants to sell uh, window curtains to come. And they're like, "Oh, well, why don't you why don't we go to the basement?" So she looks at it. You know, she's coming down the basement, and then she sees Butters chained up, and. Stephen whacks the saleswoman in the back of the head with a shovel, knocking her out. And they're like, quick, let's get out of here. We don't want to see him eating her. And then Butters just has this great response of, I'd really go for some SpaghettiOs. And that is the end of Margarine. Very... Very, very unique episode.
Um, alright, so where did the idea of this episode come from? Trey and Matt think there's too much going on in this episode. About 50% too much, to be exact. Either of the stories, Butters rising from the grave or dressing up as Margarine to steal the girl's fortune-telling device, could easily have stood alone. And it's very true because in the production notes here on Wikipedia in the DVD commentary, Trey Parker and Matt Stone revealed that they find this episode unbearable to watch mainly because they felt that there were too many ideas packed into one episode. They wished they had split the stories into two episodes and felt that the episode served as a reminder to keep future episodes simple. Alright. My thoughts on this episode. Again, I, I like the idea of this being the boys and the girls. I like the idea. And getting the the paper fortune teller is a really good idea. This is a really... The idea is good. Like, the plot idea is good. And some of the execution is really good. It's that last third, it's that last act of the episode that brings it down. Like, the setup where you have Butters quote-unquote dying, and then you have Marjorie come in, and then eventually she gets to go to the party good setup, then you have the actual party itself and what's going on, and then Butters getting it, okay, that's good. The problem is the last third of the episode. When you have the parents who have this discussion of why did you go, you know, to the burial ground, when... In a way, maybe they could have done this in another episode. I'm not really sure if they could have done this in another episode. I'm really not sure. And then the boys destroy, you know, like, they get angry about it. And then, now them destroying it, the way they did it was pretty funny. I will give them that. But it's like the last third is so weak. It really hurts this episode. So... I'm going to give this a 7 out of 10. This is... I I think it is... It's stronger than Erection Day. And it's just a little bit stronger than the, the first episode of the season. But it's only because the first two parts of this episode are good. They're watchable, I think. It's that last third that just drags along at the end and it just doesn't really do it for me so i'm going to give this episode a 7 out of 10 so let's go to imdb and let's see what they think about this episode of over 2100 members of imdb the average rating for this episode is an 8.8 out of 10 this is a high grade 702 people gave this a 10, 659 people gave it a 9, 186 people gave it a 7, that's going to be the score that I give it this week, 40 people gave it a 1. So to break it down into the demographics, both male and females, the average rating is an 8.7. Uh, for the males, the highest demographic is under 18, where the average rating is a 9.0. 
Meanwhile, for females, and I could definitely see why the females may prefer this more than the guys, that 45 and over group again with the highest uh, average rating, it is a 9.6 out of 10. So that's how they see it. I see it a little bit differently. Maybe if that last third was different, it might have been a better episode. But we'll just, you know, just go along with it. Alright, have some reviews to read from IMDb, and let's go into it. First one is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Margarine is a funny episode of South Park. Another example of how naive kids are happens a lot in this show. The boys find out about this girl Cootie's Catcher, a little game which pretends to tell your future when you ask it a question. The boys think it's real and decide they must get the thing from the girls. The boys then devise a plan to get it. They make Butters fake his death, dress him up as a girl, and makes him go undercover to the girls' slumber party and get the thing. Meanwhile, Butters' father decide to bury him on an Indian burial ground to bring him back to life. A spoof of the movie novel Pet Cemetery. Awesome book and pretty good movie, by the way. However, they then think Butters is evil when he comes back. Margarine is a funny episode. Uh, next review is from Rain Dog Jr., who wrote, Butters is dancing, dressed like a girl, enjoying the night, enjoying the music of Justin Timberlake, enjoying the party with his girlfriends. Certainly is not Butters, but Margarine, the new girl in town. Butters is now officially dead. Certainly his parents are inconsolable, all because of a device. A very unique and powerful device that belongs to the girls, but that for sure the FBI and the Russians will want. A device made of a piece of paper. Here we have another very funny episode, and I enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the other episodes of the season 9. On the DVD commentary, Trey Parker says that Margarine should have been two episodes. Certainly here that mentioned device delivers two plots. One with the persons, all of the boys who know that Butters is alive and with Butters himself as protagonists, and the other with the parents of Butters as protagonists. Carmen is very important. He was the boy who realized about the existence of the fortune teller device, the mentioned device that was on the hands of the girls and that now the boys want so much, then they will follow Cartman's brilliant plan. Spy stuff. Take your top man, fake his death, and send him in, a, in disguise as the enemy. Then Butters, disguised as a girl, will try to bring the device. We see the tragedy, Butters now gone, and is hilarious when one of the girls says, Who's Butters? His fake death was not really necessary. And the stuff with Margarine is very funny, having a bad start, but in the end, having a lot of fun and stealing the device. On the other hand, with Butters' parents, there's a hilarious scene that will deliver the main plot for Butters' parents. That scene is just great with other recommendations, but still was the same. We see a man bringing to Butter's father's head the idea of bringing or bring Butters back to life. And hell, we see a great ending. First was hilarious, the exaggeration of Kenny. Damn, Ken. And finally, the hungry Butters. Something from Trey and Matt's mini-commentary. This one is very funny. It's funny to hear Trey saying that he really can't watch this episode. It's too hard. This should have been two shows. And Matt laughing of it. And there's also a piece of advice. 
Don't put too many ideas to your stuff, but certainly you need to have at least one good idea. And not like Adam Sandler. Don't let your ideas be a universal remote that controls your life. Obviously, that's a mention of Click. Finally, Hellraiser 7 wrote, This is another of my favorite episodes of the show. Not a lot to say about it, except that it's mainly a parody of spy thrillers. It's funny how the boys think that Paper Device is some real threat, even though it's just a typical game most girls play. The fact Cartman has built it out that way shows once more how short his insight toward the opposite sex really is. Really like the scene where Butter's death is faked, which is a typical black bag move in most spy thrillers. We see Butter's dad try to talk him out of it, but the abusive idiot he is, he makes it worse. Word to law enforcement, if you ever have any negotiation situation, don't ever under any circumstances call Mr. Stotch because things would go south fast. And we see the splat in the funeral. Though I'll admit one thing, I'm puzzled about how about his how the heck the coroner wouldn't have noticed or the coroner wouldn't have noticed the difference in organs. But hey, it's South Park. Most adults' IQ points have gone to the crapper. There's a funny subplot with Butter's parents, which is a parody of the movie Pet Cemetery, which is cool since that's a Stephen King book and film I really like. Just seeing the way Butters acts, I can't help but feel Butters in a past life might have been a girl. This episode also introduced character Heidi Turner, despite the fact she came a lot later in the show. I really like seeing how Butters is having a good time with the girls as he is dancing to a Justin Timberlake song with them. Seeing that I can't help but feel their better company, that the boys were, some of them, mainly Carmen mistreat and use him, the girls seem to respect and accept Butters for who he is. The only bad thing about the episode is the ending was rather abrupt. It almost felt like it was part one of something, but oh well. This episode, just like the song the girls were listening and danced to, is a good time, and he gave it four stars. Well, you know, that's the beauty of this show. You agree to disagree at times, and here I am respectfully disagreeing this one. Like I said, I thought the first two parts of this episode were good. It's that last third that just gets to me. Alright, well, that's going to do it uh, for the show this week. So, get into the plugs. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. And you can also join our Facebook group. It is Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. You type that in the search bar on Facebook, and boom, you are right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I post a link in the description box of each and every episode. And you guys could copy and paste. Before I uh, wrap this episode up for the week, I want to read a tweet that really got to me this week, or, or when I was recording this. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, by the time you guys are listening to this, the, the day will have already passed, but I don't want to read this. I got this from Twitter. This was at Leeds underscore Warrior 85. This was written April the 22nd. So, Matt, that's his name, wrote, So while I'm traveling to and from work and whilst sat in the office to help keep my mind off things and stop my depression, anxiety, and stress coming back, I've got back into listening to podcasts such as 
Talk Simpsons Pod, The Rewatchables, Shark Spawn 97, Evolution Pod, and RGD, RGDS Podcast. Uh, that really made my day. That really meant a lot. Um, knowing that dur- even during this pandemic, the smallest thing, like keeping you guys entertained, you know, during this time, maybe you're all going, maybe you are going through bad times right now. Uh, this is a hard time in our lives. It's very understandable. But, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to know that this little podcast, even if it's just once a week, can bring entertainment and enjoyment to all of you guys and to keep you all going and it just really meant a lot for me to have read that and then to read that to you guys you guys are tremendous fans you guys are the reasons why this show came back because there was a point where i had not done any episodes for a while i'd been busy with a lot of other podcasts this podcast had gone to the side which I felt, now looking back on it, was a little unfair. But at the time, I just had a lot of projects to do. But I'm really glad that, you know, this has made a comeback. You know, I'm back to doing uh, South Park, which is a tremendous show. And to read that comment just really made my day. And just, you know, hearing from you guys, you know, liking the show just really, really warms my heart. Next week, going to be following that egg as we get into, again, another very interesting topic uh, in society about gays raising a kid. The episode next week is Follow That Egg. I wonder how many Follow That Bird references are going to get made next week. Have to wait and see. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode I am Bill, and you've been listening to Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. Have a good week, everybody.